Pokemon just announced another ultra premium collection. And also, there's been a ton of overlooked Pokemon in the entire Sword and Shield generation. That's what we're talking about today on the Gym Leaders Podcast. What's going on, Funhouse crew? Welcome back to the channel, TCG Funhouse, where we talk all things Pokemon TCG. And we are back with another episode of the Gym Leaders Podcast, guys. And I'm here with my buddy, who I, I can never remember who you are. Man. Yeah, you know, the, the acronym is weird. I'm ASX uh, <laughs> here uh, at TCG Funhouse now. And you know what? I was looking at, uh, I was looking back through all of our videos the other day, um, and it, it it came. I came to the realization that we've been making videos here uh, on the channel for over a year now. No, and I was like, we had, the yeah. podcast has been over a year now. An iteration of the podcast okay. has okay. been going on for over a year now. Um, we're probably getting pretty close to a, a year on the podcast. Um, now that I think nice. about it, but yeah, it, we started making videos together back in August of uh, some pack battles, right? Doing some pack battles, which I believe I won every mm -hmm. single one. So I mean, I don't yeah, know well, what happened, but you know. we're gonna stick with that. <laughs> um, but yes, but, I didn't yeah. say it before, but I'm Travis. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, you know, hey, hey. If you're watching YouTube here, guys, drop a sub and smash that like button. We post Pokemon-related content five, six times per week here on YouTube. And if you're listening on the audio platforms, give us a five-star review. Share the podcast with your friends. But spicy stuff. Today, we're going to be talking about quite a few things. We're going to be talking about Ultra Premium Collections and how they're just coming out the wazoo lately from the Pokemon company. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to be talking about undervalued, underappreciated, overlooked Pokemon in general that we believe maybe didn't get as much love in the Sword and Shield era as they should have. But... Uh, but before we get into all that, man, like, like, how you doing, man? How was your Lost Origins release been? How was your first yeah. week in the Funhouse crew been, man? Yeah, yeah, it's all been awesome so far. Uh, Lost Origins release um, was pretty good. Oddly enough, like, my, my local Walmart and Target had absolutely no Lost Origins. Like, they restocked everything else you could want. Really? Um, but the new set, which was strange. But luckily, yeah, yeah, luckily, uh, my local GameStop, was fully stocked with everything I could have wanted. So that was good. Um, got Dude, some, uh, like got for some real awesome though, openings coming up. GameStops, GameStops have been packed with yeah. cards lately. Like they have been like mm -hmm. the place to go. If you're looking for Pokemon oh, yeah. cards, even my GameStops in here have just been loaded. The shelves have just been overflowing, like cards falling on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome to see. They had a bunch of displays going the whole like back counter and everything behind the mm -hmm. register. Just, loaded up with etbs and the uh um well i already opened this one but the booster bundles uh as well um <laughs> so that was cool got got you know a couple of those also um but you guys will see those in some videos getting opened up here uh every tuesday on the channel that's right we're gonna have unboxings courtesy of asx here every single tuesday 2 p.m eastern hit that bell so you don't miss out and yes just a little reminder we're giving away a special delivery Charizard this Friday during the TCG Funhouse live stream break. Special delivery Charizard, guys. One in the, not a code, right? So it's, it's not like you had to nice. go to get, you know the PokemonCenter.com, place an order to receive yours. We have the card itself that we're going to be giving away to one lucky viewer. So make sure you guys come hang out with us there. And we're also giving away a Lost Origin Elite Trainer Box 
throughout the month yes. of September, and you can get an entry on every single video. All you have to do is like the video, leave a comment below, and make sure you're a subscriber. You do that on every video of the month, and you will get an entry every single time. But speaking of Lost Origin, there's been yeah. some crazy stuff going on with values, and uh, the Aerodactyl alternate art has skyrocketed from about $60, $65 to around mm -hmm. like $125, $130 basically overnight when people yeah. kind of realized how hard this card was going to be to pull. And then we still have that Giratina alternate art sitting around 250 bucks, making it right around like the second and third most expensive card of the entire yeah. era so far. And they're both have proven to be extraordinarily hard to pull. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think they're going to maintain value? Do you like that? They're so hard to pull like hit me. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, just got to say this off the bat. I mean, we see this, right? Every time a new set comes out, you know, prices are up and down and it, they're crazy for the first couple of weeks, definitely in the first couple of days. Um, so it, it's not surprising to me, you know, to see so much movement happening. Um, however, what is surprising is how big of a jump that Aerodactyl did make. Um, yeah. Like you said, like 60, 65 bucks. Yeah, very quick. Yeah. You know, up to 150 or more um, right now. And uh, I think, I mean, I think you're exactly right. People are realizing um, you know, just how hard it is to pull, um, how awesome of a card it is. I mean, we don't see an Aerodactyl card like this every day uh, either. So, you know, absolutely beautiful. And um, yeah, I think it's, you know, just one that's way more rare than, um, you know, like, you know, maybe the Perserker V or the Rotom V, uh, you know, definitely more of a desirable card. But um, yeah, the Giratina, that is... Um, I mean, you know, I, I guess I'm not too surprised, honestly, to see that it's honestly right up there with some of the evolutions surpassing, um, you know, some of the evolutions yep. as well. Uh, yeah, like you said, probably within the top five, probably top three uh, alternate cards of this era. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an absolutely beautiful card. I mean, there is a lot going on. I know everybody says that, but I think I love like that makes sense for Giratina. It totally does. Um, so I'm all about it. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, they they really, you know, put some really nice alternate art cards in the set with those two specifically. Uh, I mean, the other two are okay. They're not bad artworks. But, <laughs> well, I mean, know, it's Perserker and it's Rotom, so it's like whatever, you know, yeah. it, you know, give or take, whatever, don't need them. Um, but yeah. what is really surprising me is this is the second time that, like, this, this runner-up, like, the secondary alternate art for the set has exploded in value we kind of had the exact same thing for astral radiance where mm -hmm. you know the expectation was actually the palkia and dialga were, were going to be the more expensive cards of the set right they were a lot more playable yeah. um they were yeah. the mascots of the set even though machamp probably is more popular than them at the end of the day um I think it so. was just the fact that the machamp ended up being more rare than the other two that really yeah. pushed it to the top spot and is now worth over a hundred dollars um, you even had a little bit of that for Fusion Strike, right? Everyone expected the mm -hmm. Mew VMAX to be the most expensive card. Um, but just the fact that it was more pullable than right. the Espeon and Gengar, it really fell down to like that $65, $70 marker to where yeah. the Gengar and Espeon are still over $100. Um, so it's mm -hmm. surprising to have this like secondary alternate art like actually hold a really deep position in value and it almost like even like now that I really think about it, it even kind of started with battle styles, right? Because the the Tyranitar was almost yeah. like that secondary 
you know, alternate art, people were talking about the Urshifus, right? The V-Maxes, mm-hmm. the single strike and rapid strike Urshifus. Again, the mascots I think the Blaziken the was in that one as well. Uh, Blaziken is Chilling Ron. Oh, Chilling you're right, Ron. you're right. You're right. Um, but that was a V-Max. But yeah, you're right. That's, mm. that's kind of similar because it's not the pack art, you know? It was Calyrex. That's yeah. the Calyrex set. Um, and then, yeah, the Blaziken kind of snuck in there. So it's it's we kind of have this expectation of the mascot of the set is going mm. to dominate it but that's really only true for evolving skies almost yeah. all the other sets have really had this secondary alternate art be the most expensive with tyranitar and the machamp and now the aerodactyl i don't know if it will mm. ever pass the giratina because it is the giratina is like double the price of it right now and it is <laughs> yeah, proven to yeah. be just as rare um, mm-hmm. So I really don't know, but I mean, there's two two cards in the set holding very very strong values. Yeah, and um, there's uh, I mean, not very many of them listed right now. I'm I'm looking at about 21 listed for the Aerodactyl, 16 listed for you know the Giratina. So that I mean is going to drive up the price a little bit as well. But mm-hmm. I mean honestly, I feel like. I feel like the Aerodactyl probably has some room to grow here still. I agree. It's still super early on. You know, in opening what we just, you know, really, it just got released last Friday. I mean, people have been opening it up for you know, about two, three weeks now or so. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, the majority of people got a chance to start ripping it. And, um, yeah, they, they are proving to be some very tough cards to pull. Uh, I sadly can't say I have even come close to pulling either I, one of those quite yet. I have opened uh, over 500 packs of Lost Origin already, wow. and I have not gotten a single alternate art mm-hmm. card. I've yeah. gotten I've gotten rainbows. I got the gold Giratina. Um, I have yes. not seen in I person see the Rotom, the Berserker, the Giratina, or um, the Aerodactyl. I have not seen any of them at all, which is very very odd to me. Very very strange. Out of five hundred packs, I mean, you would have figured you at least gotten the Berserker or the uh, the Rotom just one, so right? far. Just one. you know, at least one of them. Yeah, but I I was thinking, you know, I I know there's some different places out there that you know put together some numbers. Um, you know, and it was looking like, I think I saw like around 2000 packs or something for, for these top two alternate arts, the Giratina and the Aerodactyl. And that's why the prices are going up so much. That's why they're going up Mm -hmm. so much because, you know, the Aerodactyl, um, like three or four days ago was still pushing like 79, 80 bucks. And it had about a 40, $50 increase basically overnight. Um, and it even got to the point where there was basically a buyout of the Aerodactyl to where it was down to like one or two cards on TCG player. There was just a straight buyout. Probably everybody relisted them back up for 150, 160 for that market manipulation, trying to increase the values, trying to make profits and stuff like that, which is insane. But yeah, yeah, Lost Origin starting off with a bang, like real big, kind of like your new background, man. What do you you got going on back there? Yeah, I got something a little bit different going on here. Yeah, you know, I I just figured a, uh, you know, a facelift for uh, for the background here. You guys are going to start to see some new things on my hand cam. Uh, as well but uh, yeah it's a pretty big change Uh, if you remember uh, for many of the other episodes we've done I had a crazy amount of just some sealed products some stuff I opened in the background and I figured you know let's simplify things a little bit and uh, let's let's throw some lights in the background you know so I hope you guys like it I hope it looks good got the pokeball action back there got some pokeballs ominous gym leader team rocket vibe going on I was gonna say it's giving me team rocket vibes right now and uh, those are all like those are all my dark Pokemon in the background you see there. I like it. All my like dark it. Arcanines. 
You just got to get the <laughs> the five hundred dollar Arcanine plush, put it back there. And that'll be your Persian, and then you're done. Oh, that would be just, awesome. Oh, yeah, and then so I got to do like the swivel chair. It'll be it'll be great. <laughs> Start every episode just spinning around. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. But yeah, hope you guys like it. Uh, I'm gonna have different colored lights, and uh, you know, eventually some stuff going up on the walls and that. But it's going to evolve, if you will. Oh, oh. no, you didn't. <laughs> Uh, no, yeah, you I didn't. Did. I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ultra Premium Collections. Yes. Everybody's favorite words in the Pokemon TCG. That's right, guys. Oh Pokemon yes. announced a new Ultra Premium Collection, which we did knew we did know this was coming, but we did get some mm. details on it finally. Um, and that is the Arceus V-Star Ultra Premium Collection revealed to be released on December 16th. As a GameStop exclusive. And it's going to MSRP at $99.99. Inside the Arceus V-Star Premium Collection is going to be 15 Pokemon TCG booster packs from the generation. So there could be all different kinds of sets in there. It's it's kind of hard to confirm because even by the time mid-December comes out, we're going to have Silver Tempest. We might even Mm -hmm. have another set come out by then. Who really knows? Um, There's going to be one metal card so we're back to the metal card similar to the celebrations pcs uh pc <laughs> upc um of arceus v and arceus v star so technically two metal cards of mm-hmm. the v and v star that we got inside brilliant stars a little disappointed that they're not brand new artworks for a product that's going to cost a hundred dollars i think you yeah. could have easily i mean if you made the mold for the metal card it would not have taken a lot to just draw a new artwork to put on there. Just saying. Thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, and just to, to follow that line, everything is pretty much going to be metal with the coin, the dice, all that kind of stuff. And then there's going to be a new Arceus playmat, which is basically just the Arceus picture logo that we have um, for Arceus himself is the playmat. Um, mm-hmm. So first of all, what do you think about just the Arceus uh, premium collection in itself? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I said this earlier, but it gives me it gives me like Jurassic Park vibes or like Paramount Pictures or something like that. I definitely Just looking see that. at the logo, the logo there, that logo with the stars all around it and everything. Um, so, yeah, like really hard, uh, really hard Jurassic Park vibes. Um, but other than that, I mean, I think it's cool. Um, I think it's cool that the price point is a little bit lower uh, for this you know type of product, the UPC. Um, I totally agree with you on the artworks of the Arceus cards. I mean, they at least could have done like the the alternate art, you know, on one of these for the Arceus V. Um, and then like a, you know, maybe a totally new artwork for the V Star, alternate art, you know, art artwork for art, the V Star would art, be cool. Art. I can't even talk today. Um, you know, you can only see alternate think... art so many times before it's hard to say as a fact. Oh, We've proven gosh. it here on it's... the channel several times. Yes, it's it gets jumbled up very quick. Um, but I think. You know, it's tough. I mean, how are you going to, you know, be the person, you know, be the product right after, you know, the Charizard UPC, right? Where we're getting those three beautiful uh, alternate art cards. And then, you know, we're, we're you know, given this uh, for essentially, you know, the holiday, uh, the big holiday mm-hmm. item. Um, and then it's, you know, it's just kind of the same, you know, two cards that we saw in Brilliant Stars. Uh, it's cool that they're metal. Um, definitely a collector's type of item. For sure, I'm assuming the backs of these. I don't think we have images, but I'm assuming the backs look just like the uh, the celebrations ones did, where it's actual so. color on the back of them. So I think that's cool. Um, you know, now that'll be what four, like 
truly metal cards that the Pokemon mm-hmm. company put out. Yep. Uh, with those ones from the celebration. So, you know, that's that's definitely got a collector's aspect to it when there's only four of those, you know, those types of metal cards. So I think that's cool. I think, you know, now that I see them do it again, um, it kind of feels like something that we'll probably see maybe at least one more time, probably in a product similar to this. Um, other than that, I mean, it's cool that it comes with a uh, with a playmat. I'm always down for another playmat, you know, switch it up here on the channel. Um, that might not always be something that everybody's interested in, especially if you don't play mm-hmm. or anything like that. It really has no value to you. Um, so, yeah, it's like, I mean, I, so, I almost feel like if it's, it's one that if you buy it, it's not too bad to open if you wanted to open one. Yeah, I mean, 15 the price packs points... inside is not bad at all. I mean, that's, yeah. like, that's like 60 bucks right there. Um, mm-hmm. Not talking about all the exclusive stuffs, right? Because like you said, this is a collector's box. This is a collector's bundle. Uh, last mm-hmm. week, we talked about how Pokemon is going to be releasing more collector-friendly items as opposed yeah. to like TCG-friendly items, and I believe this falls right in that line. A um, mm-hmm. couple things intrigue me particularly about this, and that is, one, it's a GameStop exclusive, which yeah. means I would assume it's going to be printed a little bit less than the other Ultra Premium collections. We don't mm-hmm. know how many Charizard Premium collections we're going to be getting out there. Um, True. Rumor is that it's more than celebrations, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but for boxes that are one store exclusives, it's it's just a fact that there's going to be less of them because it's mm-hmm. you know there's a difference in selling at one retailer nationwide as opposed to seven eight nationwide retailers, right? So like you you could have yeah. got the celebrations UPC at Target, at Walmart, at GameStop, at Barnes and Noble, at Best Buy, you know. Amazon, all these different places had the celebrations UPC and one is selling the Arceus. So I think this is a a, a really big sealed collection item as well. Is it as big as the Charizard? No, because it's not Charizard, right? Right, But you may actually be surprised because at the end of the day, if, you know, if only one fifth as many Charizard or uh, Arceus V-Star premium collections are printed as opposed to Charizard, you could really see the value of this sealed box go up like a ton. Yeah. So, plus it's twenty dollars cheaper. Um, it notably, I would say, comes with a little bit less than the other stuff. You know, the yeah. celebrations UPC had the gold Pikachu card and the gold uh, Pokeball card inside as well, um, as well as that being a twentieth anniversary set. And the mm-hmm. Charizard has three special exclusive regular tcg cards inside which i think are going to hold quite a bit more value than either of these arceus cards at the end of the day oh yeah um yeah because they're charizard let's be honest um <laughs> but they're just beautiful cards you know the the v max uh you know charizard looks phenomenal and the other whimsy arts are pretty good as well um yeah. so in terms of ranking let's okay so let's just talk about the three upcs well technically there was four right there was that sword yeah. and shield premium collection box I'm going to put that in fourth place, period, mm-hmm. um, because they've evolved it. You know, I feel like that yeah. was kind of like a like a test run, and they were like, <laughs> "Okay, <laughs> we." I mean, the whole point, the, the whole reason why that thing was so hard to find is because they had a big recall on it because the box was terrible, and the cards yeah. inside were getting destroyed, and the packs inside were getting destroyed. So that's why I think we have this brand new packaging, starting mm-hmm. with the celebrations UPC. Um, so I'm going to put that one in a firm fourth place. But let's talk about these three here, the Celebrations, the Charizard, mm-hmm. and the Arceus V-Star. 
like rank them. If you're talking sealed collection investment um, or, you know, even to open up, rank those for me. What do you think is going to hold the most value at the end of the day? Which one is your favorite? Like just put them in a ranker, grind it up and send it out. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. So I would go um, sword and shield firm fourth for sure. Um, Then I would put Arceus, then Celebrations, then Charizard. And I would put them in that same order for unboxing opening unboxing in terms of how much value are you going to get out of them as mm-hmm. well um you know just i mean we're, we don't have prices on any of those charizards yet but yeah. you can only imagine it's yeah. going to be crazy um then i think you know you have the celebrations has the whole 25th anniversary aspect to it it's a special item it really wasn't printed as much as we were all hoping it was going to be printed um it's 300 a box over 300 a box right now still um you know, so I think that's definitely going to hold a strong second. And then, you know, honestly, I don't think there's much of a competition between second and third. I mean, this Arceus pretty much falls into uh, into that third spot pretty easily there. Definitely is going to be better than the uh, the Zashi and Zamazenta box. Um, you're right. That box had so many issues with it. Things were like just falling out of the packaging that was inside of the box just from tilting it a wrong way. It was crazy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that was definitely a test run for them. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, that, that's the ranking I would go with what I'm curious to see what you would say. I might surprise a lot of people here with this. Um, okay. Yes. This Arceus box falls in third place. That's, that's yeah. just the bottom line. Um, I'm even struggling to kind of find the value in it, um, mm. to open up, you know, maybe one time for fun. Um, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's a hundred dollar box and there's 15 booster packs inside. So you're telling me that two metal cards and then some accessories are worth 21 <laughs> booster packs, you know, cause you get yeah, 36 packs tough. in a box, you get 36 booster packs in a box and they can usually get them for right around the same price, you know, hundred, 105 bucks, depending on the set. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so it's hard for me to justify trading 21 booster packs for a yeah. metal Arceus, a metal Arceus V-Star, a play mat, and some metal coins and dice, right? Because that's basically yeah. what it is. So that's going to be hard for me to choose. Um, so it sits in fir- firmly in third place. I might get one, open it up. Uh, maybe we'll open one up on the channel just for shits and giggles. It'll be fun. See what's inside. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would recommend if you want the cards, buy the singles. Um, I'm going to go Charizard box number two. Interesting. I'm going Charizard box number right. two. Um, and the only reason why I'm doing that is because I really don't know how much we're getting. And yeah. I think this could be that rule of thumb where scarcity wins. Um, mm. And the perfect example is the alternate art Umbreon costing more than the alternate art Charizard card that we have in Brilliant Stars. Yeah. It's simply because the Umbreon card is just more rare. It just is. At the end of the day, it's more True. rare, so it costs more money. And it's a beautiful card. You know, I can, in Celebrations, had two print runs. Um, the first yeah. one, which was Scalped to the Oblivion. And the second one where pretty much the distributors scalped it to the LGSs. So yeah. um, it, it, it's, it was a very hard set to get your hands on at a decent price, no matter what, period, no ifs, ands, or buts, anything like that. And it's never going to be printed ever again. That's true. 
this Charizard box, for all we know, could be printed for six months, eight months. It could be something that is loading the shelves. Um, I really hope that's not the case because I want this Charizard to be special. I want, I want these yeah. cards to be special. I want the box itself to be special. Um, but if, if they make it readily available and very, very easy to get, great for yeah. the kids, great for collectors. I can get them, you know, because then you probably will be able to find that MSRP and maybe there might be a $30 uptick in price. But they're not mm-hmm. going to be $300, $320 like the Celebrations UPC. Um, right. So at the end of the day, when I'm ranking sealed collection, I, I'm kind of thinking the Celebration UPC might be the cream of the crop in 10 years. I really do. It's gonna be it's gonna be a strong strong race the next ten years for for those two boxes specifically. I mean, yeah, I, this Arceus box isn't gonna contend with it. Um, no, I mean I can't no. really think of honestly another Pokemon that could, you know, really go up against those two. Maybe a Mewtwo, you know, premium I mean, it's, or it's something like that. But it's Charizard, and then it's a anniversary set. So you have yeah. like the two things that people yeah. freak out over in the Pokemon right. TCG back to back. And now it's kind of like, all right, here's Narceus, you know? And, like, what, what's the next one going <laughs> to exactly be? That's exactly how it feels. I, I'm assuming the next one, if this one is December release, I'm assuming the next one is probably going to be a Scarlet Violet. Um, so oh, it's yeah. probably going to be a Scarlet Violet Ultra Premium Collection where you're, you're probably going to get a gold Moridon and Coridon EX, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think that would likely be the next one. The other thing, and the other reason why I think the Charizard uh, box might end up being printed quite a bit more than the celebrations one is the fact that I think we're getting into this position where they're going to be giving us a lot more of these types of products. And when you're Mm -hmm. giving us these many types of products like this, you need to have basically another dry run where you just print the crap out of them. Right? Like here are all of our Charizard UPCs. Here are all of our Arceus UPCs. This is going to be a new product that we release every quarter. And we're going to get four Ultra Premium Collections a year. And we're going to get Scarlet and Violet. And then we're going to get whatever, the, you know, Gen 5 Remake 1 type of a deal. Like, you know, and I just think it's going to be a product that we get quite frequently. We might even get one every other month. Because, like, yeah. if you really break it down, we're going from Celebrations to Charizard. And then Charizard to Arceus is, like, mm-hmm. no time at all. So no, it really does feel like it's it's going to be like an every month, maybe every other set kind of deal. Yep. It's um, just going to be the new thing. It's going to be a new yeah. big box that's going to cost a lot of money. And they're going to save a lot of money because they're not putting 36 packs inside. They're putting 15 packs and then a bunch of other, you know, accoutrements inside. So Yeah. I'm fancy. I'm French. <laughs> I like my fries. Just kidding. I don't even think they do that in France. Jeez, man. Gosh. I don't think so. <laughs> How dare you talk about the French that way? All right. Yeah, guys. Let us know down in the comment section uh, if you're over on YouTube. What do you guys think about the Ultra Premium Collection? Do you think it's going to be a new product? Do you think it's going to be new hot products? Compare them. How do you rank them? Do you want the Charizard Celebrations or the Arceus? Which one's your favorite? Put it down there, guys. We like chatting with you. Let us know what you think. Uh, But moving forward, we're going to be talking about the next topic of the night. Overlooked Pokemon, man. They're so sad. Feel so bad for them. There's so many really powerful Pokemon that just got straight up ignored, ignored, ignored 
by the Pokemon Company during the entire Sword and Shield era, right? So Mm -hmm. there's always this big stigma in the Pokemon TCG that they print the same Pokemon over and over and over again. That's really not the case unless you're talking about Charizard, Pikachu, and Eevee, right? So Charizard, Pikachu, and Eevee have always been printed a crap ton. You get multiple of them in every single generation because, you know, they control the Pokemon TCG. But there are a lot of fan-favorite Pokemon that got the shaft here in the Sword and Shield era. I feel like in this era, they focused significantly more on the Galar Pokemon and on the Legends Arceus Pokemon in BDSP remakes way more than they have, like, in the past, you know? Like, how many many Cinderaces are there? 10,000, I think? Oh, my God. There's, like, six in every set, it seems like. It's unreal how many there are. And they just continue to do that. Zacian Zamazenta, I think there's four different Zacian Zamazenta Vs. Black Mm -hmm. Star promos, (laughs) and they were in, like, three or four different sets. And don't don't get yourself twisted. They have V stars coming as well. So they got V's, V V maxes, and V yeah. stars. Like they got everything. I don't know if there right. was a Z. Was there a Zation that was in the V star or V max? I don't think there was. Um, mm, but anyway, no, you get the so. point. There was full arts. There was rainbows. There was gold. There was everything. So yeah. um, that being said, I think there's a lot of Pokemon that got completely overlooked. So ASX, I'm going to ask you first. What are your mm-hmm. top three Pokemon that you feel are completely overlooked in the Sword and Shield era? Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to start off with an honorable mention. And that's my boy Arcanine. Uh, He got absolutely no love up until Lost Origin when he got, you know, a little uh, a little smooch, you know, on the cheek. Trainer gallery. uh, For being a good boy uh, with the trainer gallery card. Yeah, and (laughs) it wasn't even just a regular Arcanine, which I really wanted. It was the Hisuian version, which is like, Mm -hmm. eh, you know, it's it's the second Arcanine in in my uh, on my team. Um, But yeah, you know. Got to got to throw it in there, Arcanine. But um, I would say, you know, I got I got really I got two more here that I felt okay. like should have had a lot more love. Um, one of them is actually a much newer Pokemon here, actually from I'm pretty sure from the Galar region, um, and that's actually Dragapult. Um, I'm a pretty big okay. Dragapult fan, um, simply because that was one of my um, dominating decks back in um, when, you know, uh, what was it? Rebel Clash and that kind of came out mm-hmm. around more around that time. Um, Dragapult was a fantastic deck to play. I loved playing it. And <clears throat> I was excited to see, you know, with Rebel Clash being only the only only the second set in the Sword and Shield era, how many more awesome Dragapult cards we were going to get. And we literally got the one Dragapult V, the Dragapult V Max. It yep. was also a rainbow as well in that set. Yep. And then we got no more ultra rare cards for Dragapult ever again. Um, you know, he's popped up, you know, with his evolution line a few times in some other sets. Um, but that was it. And uh that was kinda that kinda really bummed me out when I saw that, you know, Dragapult really wasn't getting getting any love, and then we get like, you know, a uh, Drapion V Star here in Lost Origin. <laughs> Um, it's a, I mean, he's the Galar pseudo legendary man. He's, he's he's the Galar he's the Galar Dragonite, the Galar Tyranitar. I definitely yeah. know what you're coming from. So yeah, I just you know I really felt like he needed some more love. And then another one that really got me um, that they they teased the heck out of us with um, back in Vivid Voltage was Alakazam gave us yeah. a, a absolutely oh, full beautiful, art is so nice, absolutely beautiful full art Alakazam. It's the first time we had seen him back in the TCG on like a, a nice card like that for a long time. 
Um, you know, at that point, they were still going through the issues with Kadabra and all that. So that's why we haven't seen an evolution. Right. Good news is uh, that I think has been all cleared up. So Gary we're cleared to yeah. have some more Kadabra again. Um, hopefully we'll see some more of him this this um, this era. But, yeah, they just teased the heck out of us with that Alakazam full art. And I thought, like, that just opened the floodgates to, for us to have some more absolutely amazing Alakazam cards. And then, um, what was it? Like, Fusion Strike came along, and it kind of had that vibe with Mew and Gengar and everything like that. And I'm yep. like, for sure, there's going to be an Alakazam VMAX in this uh, set. There's going to be an Alakazam alternate, alternate art. art. Can you imagine an Alakazam alternate art? He's so um, fire. Trainer Gallery would be, be cool, too. Amazing. A Trainer Gallery as well. Um, and then we never got anything. There's just nothing. After that, so we are we are getting a radiant Alakazam. So we do have a True. radiant Alakazam coming, which is which is awesome. That is uh, awesome because I do yeah. love shiny Alakazam. It basically it's brown shoulder pads and armor turns pink, which is really really cool. Um, mm-hmm. But I agree with you that that full art Alakazam is one of my favorite cards in the entire Sword and Shield era. When you're not looking at values, because um, yes. it's like two bucks, you can go buy it yeah, over on like expensive. two dollars right now. Um, but it is gorgeous gorgeous yeah. um and i just they just really i feel like they really missed out you know i hope uh now now that i think that the whole cadaver thing is all figured out now i mean we're gonna see a bunch of you know evolution lines and stuff here in scarlet and violet era i can only imagine you know we that just got released now so with that i'm hoping we're gonna see some more uh some more awesomeness um some you know some alakazam ex cards here coming in the future so for for dragon ball 2 i will say um, it was, they were very, very heavy in the beginning, like you were saying on Dragon mm-hmm. Ball. Rebel Clash came out, there was the V, the V Max, and there was the Rainbow Rare. And then we also got the box in Shining Fates. We got the shiny mm, full art right. Dragapult, and it had the shiny full art V and V Max in, in the box. That is so true. that's basically like back to back sets right there. Well, I think it was right after Darkness, so it, technically Darkness was in there. And yeah. we did get like two or three more like holographic Dragapults in in the generation as well, um, yeah. but they were I think they were so heavy on it early on they were like okay we gotta you know we're gonna we're gonna make a thousand Cinderaces and two thousand Zacian Zamzintas but we are Zacian excuse me people hate when I say Zacian um, Zacian Zacian um, Zacian yes <laughs> oh, put the lotion on it yes Zacian. <laughs> Um, it's got x-rated weird weird no it it was dry skinned jeez get your mind out the gutter um but yeah it's i mean i think if they would have printed more dragapults i think there would have been some people who were kind of like okay i've had enough of the galler stuff and lump dragapult in there um so i'm not too upset that that. i'm not too upset that they left the dragapult behind um although i would like to see a trainer gallery one um, that would be cool. I, I think I would not be surprised if we do get some Dragapult stuff inside uh, V-Star Universe, the Japanese mm. set coming that's very similar to VMAX Climax with all those trainer galleries um, in like a tag team all-stars sort of a deal. I would not be surprised if we get some Dragapult alternate arts or something inside that set. It wouldn't make total yeah. sense. Um, completely on board with you with Alakazam, though. They gave it to us early, the v the collection box and the full art during vivid voltage and yeah. then now, oh, the collection box i did forget about that well we haven't That's seen true. them we haven't seen them since the the you know the radiant now that we're getting so it's basically yeah. been almost a year since we've had some um but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna go with some more um pokemon that i think were done completely dirty yeah. 
Um, actually, right before that, I'm going to agree with you on Arcanine as well. Um, it was Thank very you. strange to me. For this is, I just want not to say, regular this Arcanine. Is the first time, nope. not regular Arcanine. No, nope. never mind. Never nope. mind. <laughs> I I thought it was very odd that like the one Pokemon, the one Hisuian Pokemon that they chose not to give a V card to, was Arcanine. Very strange because in my opinion, that would be the first one that I would. I mean, obviously, I would do Cleavor. Thank you. I would do Cleavor first, you know, like the new ones, you know, Basculin, yeah. and you know, I would do the brand new ones first. But like, yeah. really? You went with Hisui and Electrode to get a V before Arcanine and Lilligant? Like, bro, yeah. too much, too much. Right. Uh, I'm with you there. But I'm going to go I'm gonna go with something that might upset a little bit of people because, you know, they're, they're two of the Pokemon that people talk about all the time, getting too many cards. Uh, and oh, that's, yeah. that's the Kanto starters, man. I think Blastoise mm. and Venusaur have completely 1,000% gotten shafted inside yeah. the Sword and Shield era. They have, oh, yeah. They had two items, basically. They had the battle decks, um, mm-hmm. the Blastoise and Venusaur battle decks, and then they've had the battle boxes that came out. It was What was the set that came out after Shining Fates? It was right around after that, I believe. Battle Styles, uh, I think, was the new. Was it, then new it was set before that. that. Then it came out during Darkness of Blaze because it was not during mm. the alternate art era. It was right before the alternate art era, mm. so it would have been during Darkness of Blaze where we got the battle boxes that had the V Max Venusaur, uh, V V Max Blastoise and V. Yeah, awesome artworks by the way. If you've not seen them, oh, go yeah. check out the V Max cards for Blastoise and Venusaur. Fuh freaking nominal, like fuh freaking nominal for real. Um, oh yeah. And then we Blastoise didn't. looking mean. We haven't <laughs> seen them at all. I know we got the one uh, Venusaur no. V that's like a buck, but then we didn't see them until they got Radiant cards inside Pokemon Go, and I don't see them ever yeah. having any more cards coming by the end of this. I don't see them getting no. V Star Universe cards um, because they don't have V Star cards. I don't. I just don't see it at all. Um, no. And at this point, I believe Venusaur has made more appearances in the background of Charizard cards than it has its own <laughs> cards in the Sword and Shield era. <laughs> You're probably right on that. You're probably right. I think uh, I, the only one you didn't mention was just the celebrations, but I don't know if you can necessarily count that because it's not I mean, a new reprints, card. Reprints, you know, it's, they're reprints. It's, yeah, you know? I mean, it's so. they, they're you know they're not originals. There's no alternate arts. There's no V stars like. Right. And they are not pullable. It's it's always a, a no, dud to me when the they're thing. not pullable. So, I mean, technically, there's not new, you know, TCG friendly cards in Sword and Shield no. for either Venusaur or Blastoise at all. No, um, I rarely, rarely see anybody ever play them. Honestly, like yeah, I've seen it maybe not, once or twice. It's not a thing. Yeah, it's it's not very playable. Yep. Um, and then uh, the next one here. Which is, uh, it's, it's, all right, so I'll put these two in the same bucket. I got two more. I know I said three, but I got two more. And I'm going to yeah. put them in the exact same bucket, and that's Lugia and Mewtwo. Mm. I think yeah. Mewtwo, before Pokemon Go came out, obviously they were holding Mewtwo to be the Pokemon Go mascot, right? They were like, yeah. okay, we know that we're going to have Pokemon Go coming out in 2022, and we're going to have Mewtwo linchpin that since he was the first big five-star raid battle right he was the big not even five-star raid battle he was the big uh ex raid battle right for pokemon go so they wanted to hang their entire set around having an alternate art mewtwo rainbow mewtwo gold mewtwo right but before that i think he had one non-holographic rare so you're talking Mm -hmm. about almost 16 17 months of releasing sword and shield sets (laughs) without a single mewtwo inside 
Yeah, mind blowing. Right. Mind blowing. It was like what Brilliant Stars, I think, was that non hollow. The non hollow, yeah, which is now a hollow mm-hmm. in the Halloween packs, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. And then Lugia, the exact same boat until mm-hmm. Silver Tempest comes out. Not a single Lugia card. I think there was uh, there was a holographic rare in one of mm-hmm. the sets. I don't even remember what set it was. Vivid, um, Vivid Voltage. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it also came in the the stamp promo. Yes, that's correct. The stamp promo is a beautiful card. One of the most underrated cards of the era, by the way. The Vivid Voltage stamp promos, Charizard, Snorlax, and Lugia. Massively yeah. underrated, guys, for real. I would be adding those to my collection, for sure. Definitely. Um, but yeah, so like Lugia, again, a, a not not a viable Lugia card in the Pokemon TCG until basically the second to last set to come out in the era. <laughs> Yeah, and that's then you can yeah. even lump Ho Oh in there too. So now you're talking about oh, like yeah. three major linchpin Pokemon that have gotten absolutely zero love during the entire Sword and Shield era, and yeah. we can just go down the down the list for you know a lot of uh, honorable mentions with you know Kyogre and Groudon and other yeah. legendaries. I think it was a huge miss for them to uh, not give us a Darkrai alternate art inside. Uh, yeah. Astral Radiance, right? Absolute fail, major mm-hmm. fail on their part. Um, and then another Pokemon that is that has completely been screwed is Lucario. Lucario is one yeah. of the top five most popular Pokemon in the entire entire thing, right? Yeah. Just Pokemon as a whole. Lucario has always been one of the top five most popular Pokemon, and mm-hmm. he got a box. He got a V Star box. So that means the V Star. And the full art of Lucario for this generation is a dollar and twenty cents in a massively printed collection box, and then I think there was a, a, a V inside uh, Brilliant Stars, and then there was a, a V inside mm-hmm. of <coughs> Vivid Voltage as well, or Darkness Ablaze, one or the other. Champion Champions Path, Champions I think. Path, that that era right there, around that right? era, yeah, yeah, that era, and. Um, yeah, I mean, you're talking about one of the top five. I mean, put Greninja in there. Greninja was the, the 2020 most popular Pokemon ever, and he's got a yeah. 1V. What? Huge in the GX era, Greninja was, and then just nothing after that. What? 1V and 1 Radiant? Uh, radiant, what? yeah. At least what? he has the top Radiant card, you know? <laughs> Not in terms of value. He's like fourth no. behind the, the Pogo ones. Yeah. But, Playability. That's how I was going with. Like, that, those are just – It's it, it blows my mind – um, that people still have this conversation and they still complain about Pokemon printing the exact same Pokemon over and over and over again. And here we are, we just laid out for you guys that Lucario, Greninja, Blastoise, Venusaur, Lugia, Ho-Oh, Alakazam, like really not getting that much love inside of Pokemon. Now, I want to take this like to the next spot. Like, How do you feel, how do you particularly feel about not popular Pokemon getting love, right? The, the Klefkis, the Kling Clanks. Like, how do you feel about those Pokemon never yeah. getting ultra rares or full arts or anything like that? Because that's a big gripe. You know, there's a yeah. saying that every Pokemon is somebody's favorite. Right. So, like, how do you feel about those lesser popular Pokemon just always getting regular rares or commons and commons all the time? yeah i mean it's i mean it's tough you know if if that is one of your favorite pokemon you know i i kind of feel you especially in this era um (laughs) you know with that but uh i mean would you be excited to pull a a comfy v 
or a clef key, you know, V star. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say I'd be like through the roof about it. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think those. that's probably why they don't, <laughs> uh, aside from that, they don't want to print, you know, spend all the money printing those, you know, cards that cost them a lot when it's more than likely not going to be the majority of people are going to be interested in it, mm-hmm. you know? So it's tough. I I'm, I'm right there with you though. I like, I would love, you know, for everybody to have an awesome card of their favorite Pokemon and everything like that. <laughs> um, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's, they could do a better job. I'll say that they could do mm-hmm. a better job at switching it up, mixing it up a little bit, adding some of those Pokemon in there. I mean, they do kind of do that already. Um, you know, like I said, we got like Drapion. I just, I don't understand that Pokemon myself. Uh, you know, yeah. why it's got, you know, so popular here uh, in this era. And but all that. has it um, though? I mean, I don't know anybody that tells me that. I don't know anybody that tells me they like Drapion though. So, what... oh no, I, that's what I'm saying. I don't know anybody. Does it have um, to do because you know, so... Tajiri was a was a bug catcher, like, and that's kind of like his most popular thing. And Drapion is arguably could be. I mean, he's a bug type, right? He is a bug type. I think so. Yeah, it looks, I mean, like, he looks like a bug type. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, that's actually a very good point. Um, you know, kind of bringing it back to the origins of Pokemon and everything. Um, you know, that kind of makes me think like maybe that's why they that there's always seems to be some sort of bug type Pokemon. That like front, gets a little bit center. of a spotlight. Or beetle. Yeah, exactly. Or beetle, exactly. Or Vigavolt. All the dumb worms and brilliant stars, Wormadams. <laughs> you know, all those. Um, yeah, that's because <laughs> Wormadam is the worst Pokemon you can encounter inside Legends Arceus, and it is so frustrating all the time. Okay, that makes more sense. I didn't play Legends Arceus, but that definitely makes more sense. Why then? You should. It's a um, fun game. I should. I should. <laughs> I should get a Switch. That's what I should do. Yeah. And I have not. You're going to be so kicked I'm off like the, the channel already if you don't get one. Got to go throw it on the credit card right now. I got to buy it tonight, hon. Got to get the Switch. Bust it, bust it. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting kicked off the channel already. Uh, but yeah, you know, in terms of, it, like I said, I wish everybody, you know, could have their, their V, their V star of their very, you know, favorite Pokemon, their alternate art of their very favorite Pokemon. I think that'd mm-hmm. be awesome. Maybe Pokemon should do that. You know, start a service where... You could, you know, just tell them who your favorite Pokemon is. They'll create a custom card for you. Yeah, man. I, I, need, a, awesome. I need a rainbow full art V-Star Bastiodon, man. So, you know. Yeah, who doesn't love Bastiodon? I mean, come on, look at him. Best looking Pokemon out there. Yeah, he's about as good as Arcanine is. <laughs> hey, don't even start. Don't even start <laughs> to put them on the same level right now. I'll fight it to the death. <laughs> what do you think about... What do you think if Pokemon were to print, like first evolutions right so if you guys don't know in silver tempest uh we have an alolan vulpix v-star coming yeah uh which is the the first you know first evolution of obviously nine tails right alolan nine tails now how do you feel about them doing something like that right because it's 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 well known that like ash has a pikachu right and it's always there's always been this weird stigma of Okay, like he never evolves it. Like it's just it's just a Pikachu. How strong can a Pikachu be? And like that's one of the things that has always super like turned me off on the anime. Yeah. Is Pikachu just like destroying mega evolved Mewtwo's? Like it just it's the most frustrating goddamn thing of the entire, that the, the entire show. I, I can't handle it. You know, like taking out an uh, Onyx, a rock type Onyx with a Thunderbolt, like not even possible. Like it's immune, you know, but sure, we'll go with it's that. A special Thunderbolt. Okay, that is a special one of a kind Pikachu. 
Um, but like, how do you feel about them going with first evolutions on things like V Stars, V Maxes, um, and on top of that, which first evolutions would you like to see in that position getting a V Star? And don't say Growlithe. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I won't say Growlithe this time. But uh, Hisuian Growlithe. Yeah, I think Hisuian. <laughs> um, no, I think it's. Uh, I think it's awesome. I mean, spice it up. Why not? Like, why the heck not? you know, put uh, a lowland bulk picks on a V star card or, um, you know, I would love, I mean, I'm a Canto kid at heart. I would love to see the Canto starter. I knew you, you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say Charmander. I mean, even, even if it was like a promo thing, I think that'd be super cool. And probably if I think about it, probably would be a promo thing if they did ever do anything like that. Like, um, but man, what are some other ones? You're putting me on the spot here now. Cause I did. It's like, we don't really think about it in this, you know, it's always the last evolution is the big card. So I'll, uh, I'll give you I'll give you the two that I thought of immediately, um, yeah. aside from starters, right? Because starters hold a special spot in everybody's everybody's heart. So if Pokemon yeah. were to do something like that, I agree with you. I think they would they should they would and they should start with Charmander and Squirtle and even like Froakie. Even you know knowing them, yeah. they'd probably go Score Bunny right away. Um, but Pokemon that that you know. I like is like Scyther, you know, Scyther getting something again, like that he did in the past awesome. would be yeah. really cool. Right. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. And that's kind of like an odd choice because Scyther was the only Scyther for a while. He didn't have evolution um, yeah. until Scyther, you know, Scyther came out and then now we have Cleavor too. So technically he's, you know, one of what could be in the three evolutionary line. Um, but I really like Ralts. I think Ralts getting like a V star would be really, really cool because that'd be neat. I think we've all been in that position where, like, you find, like, those rare spawns, you know, and you're like, oh, Ralts, that's, that's really dope, you know, things like that um, are really cool. So, like, those powerful, you know, those those powerful Pokemon, rare spawn Pokemon that you just really get that 5% chance to, to have them spawn in the wild uh, mm-hmm. would be really, really cool. And I think Ralts is one of those for sure. I think, I think... Uh... I'm going to go with Magikarp V-Star. I would love to see just a gimmicky card like that. You know, something silly. That uh, would actually like, be uh, awesome. What was that? That would you. be awesome. That would be really It would awesome. be, right? You know, just something really silly. Like the ability, you know, is like flop around or splash or whatever. And it just does something ridiculous. And, you know, just to kind of have a funny card like that. I think that would be fun. But yeah, like I'm game all day. Throw, you know, throw basic. Well, there's already basic Pokemon on them, but you know the pre evolutions or whatever. Throw those on there. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I mean, they kind of uh, with Flaffy too. Flaffy got a Gold Guard and Fusion Strike. True, that is true. That's yeah. That's you know what I didn't really think about that, but that's a you know middle evolution. And they kind of did it at the end of Tag Team as well. You know, with the Charizard Brakeson, you know, as opposed to like Charizard and Delphox. I always thought that was an odd choice. Yeah. I mean, Charizard Brakeson sounds better than Charizard Delphox. Delphox is trash, that's why. <laughs> I mean, like, I, they knew I'm, it. I'm not even they kidding, dude. Like, Delphox no. is... I put Delphox in Primarina in, like, the same boat of just, like, no thank you. Primarina, like, yeah. Yeah, they, uh, they're both in that same boat for me, too. Primarina, really, really definitely. Bad. I'm just like, yeah, it doesn't feel like a starter. I think uh, Zerua would be a good one. A lot of people like Zerua. Mm, Thinking would, of... You know what? I almost feel like that could be a possibility. Yeah. They, they, they just did grand. Zorark, Hisuian Zorark, you know, for mm-hmm. Lost Origin. So I don't know. Uh, if they, yeah. Um, but I could definitely I can definitely see them doing, I think, uh, Krogunk is cool. That would be cool. I'm just kind of like looking at pictures now. Even like a... 
I, I mean, I can see them doing an EV. I mean, they've already done an EVV. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did a VMAX, for... too. They did a VMAX, too. And a VMAX, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's all times Geodude. Oh. oh, that would be so cool. I loved the Geodude line back in the day. I don't Me know why. Me, too, bro. Like, I don't know. So, I think the Golem line gets, like, a bad rap for no reason, yeah. man. I really yeah. do. Like, I understand. It's because you had to trade to get the golem. So, well, so I mean, it's but look, like... at, look how popular Gengar, Alakazam, and Machamp are. And you had to trade all those, too. Like, why, why is golem the red, red-headed red stepchild of, of that generation? Like, the you know, the, the Kanto, there was the four trade evolutions. Alakazam, mm-hmm. super strong. Gengar, super awesome. Machamp, even cooler. Yeah. And then golem, who's just like a rock with a head. And it's like... <laughs> What? Like, it doesn't even look like the other two. Like, the other, like, no. hey, why did he change? No. What? Like, why did we go from, like, a. Because like he an fell actual... into the lava and he got all, he got all compact. <laughs> Is that a true fact? Did that really happen? That, or did you make that's that what I'm going with. I feel like that's the story I thought of when I was a kid looking at back at the Pokemon cards. Like, I, I don't know why. I feel like I remember, like, you had the Geodude, right, with his fists. And then the next card was, like, Graveler. And for some reason, he was, like, rolling down a hill or something and then i feel like i remember the golem like busting out of some lava or something like that i don't know it's probably not true (laughs) quit making shit up bro quit making shit up i don't know i don't know that's yeah that was my you know what 10 year old brain back then all right so uh now that we've determined that we need a caterpie and weedle v-star rainbow cards um yes and that golem is getting the shaft for, for a particular reason, and we still don't understand why he went. If you guys know down in the comment section, please let me know. Yes, let, let me do. why does golem look so much different than Graveler and Geodude, who are straight rock, and all of a sudden he's like an actual animal all of a sudden? Yeah, I don't know. I've been wondering this for like the last 26 years. Same. Uh, same. But definitely let us know what first or mid-evolution Pokemon you guys would like to see inside of Ultra Rares full arts rainbows things like that v stars um and see if we can make some you know we'll put some petitions in see if we can pokemon print them up and all that stuff you know we're not but it'd be cool um it would be but yeah guys uh that's pretty much it for episode today um again we have a giveaway going on and uh if you stayed this late you might as well stay for another 45 seconds or so because we're gonna have the full entry details uh at the end so make sure you guys stick around for that and hint hint if you're on audio platforms you have to come over to youtube for it like just kind of a kind of a thought there. Uh, but follow us on our socials: Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Search TCG Funhouse. Facebook. I would love to grow the Facebook. That'd be really cool. Um, Friday night live streams every Friday. ASX officially here. Videos five six days a week. Content on top of content. So if you're here for it, we're here for it. Smack a sub. Smack a like. ASX. One last thing before we get out of here, my friend. Yeah, always gotta always gotta put the FOMO message out there. Don't fall for the FOMO on these Lost Origin cards. Uh, prices are going to drop, maybe not on the alternate arts, uh, you know, Giratina and the uh, Aerodactyl. But, you know, if you're going for that full master set, hold off. Hold off a little bit here, and those prices are going to come down. I agree. I agree. Same thing with the Arceus Premium Collection and the Charizard Premium Collection. Hold off. You should be able to get them at a little bit better deals. We don't even know where they're going to settle yet. So hold sure. off. All right, guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We'll see you next week and maybe tomorrow. The next day, we probably saw you yesterday. Have a good one.